You're listening to The Perfect Picture, a bi-weekly show where we chat about race, gender, and class within and beyond the church from a biblical lens. I'm Taylor Poe Howard. And I'm Dr. T. Smith. Welcome to The Perfect Picture. All right. What's up, Taylor? We're back at it like we never left for another episode. And we're here talking about your favorite topic, racism in the church. How are you? I can't complain. <laughs> you can't complain. Please unpack that. That's kind of like a black response to this is how I'm feeling. Help me understand. What, the, what it means is I might have some things to complain about, but I'm going to choose not to. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that brings me to something I saw on Twitter, like uh, black people's measurements. What's your favorite black person measurement? Like a pinch of salt. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like for mine is a little bit. Like black people be like, yeah, just a little bit. What is a little bit? But you know, you know what it is, though. What's yours? I don't know. I've never thought about this. It's unfair because you knew. (laughs) Okay, here's another one. This is funny. I mean, you spend time in Alabama. So, you know, we'll say something like, yeah, it's down the street. Down the street is a measurement. Now, it might be an hour down the street. It just depends on how that person says it. Like it's down the street. (laughs) Or, oh, yeah, it's just right down the street, you know, that it, yeah. we use that as length. But anywho, all right, we're here to talk about forgiveness today. You know, we've talked about bitterness. We've talked about offense. And one of the things that to deal with bitterness or to, to kind of deconstruct the heart, your heart that's hardened is to start forgiving people. So how about you kick us off? How, how do we forgive people? I don't know. So right now. Pastor Mike Ty is doing a whole sermon series on forgiveness. And, you know, legendarily enough, it's going to be 10 (laughs) 10 sermons long. And so, like, he's (laughs) at, like, number four. So I have no idea how this is going to end. But he did define forgiveness. And, you know, I'm all about definitions. And so I liked his definition. And so I'm going to give that um, to start us off. So he said that forgiveness was the intentional and voluntary process by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense and overcomes negative emotions such as a resentment or vengeance. Hmm. Can can we play that back just so we can make sure we have that? Right, because it's so long. I'm going to do it in little segments like he did it. I mean, I'm no my child, but I can talk slow. The intentional and voluntary process by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense and overcomes negative emotions such as a resentment and vengeance. I like that definition. Me too. Why wow, it's so much in there. Like, let's take it line by line. There's so much. So I guess the first, can you read the first line? Because I, I, I immediately thought about something. Okay. The first line is the intentional and voluntary process. Okay. So are we saying forgiveness is a choice? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yes. So forgiveness is a choice. So the first step in forgiveness, you have to choose to forgive people. You have to mm-hmm. choose to not be a slave to bitterness, to not be a slave to anger, to not be encapsulated or to not just be chained, right? To your emotions. 
Not to say that your emotions are not real, which we talked about in you know other episodes. Your emotions are real, but you have to learn how to deal with your emotions and move beyond. Your emotions should not dictate how you live. So yeah. forgiveness is a choice. Step one. Yeah. Um, and he also said like intentional and voluntary because nobody can make you forgive someone. Right. You know, because like when you're little, something happens between you and your siblings and your mom be like, OK, now say you sorry. <laughs> and you say you're sorry and then your brother is like supposed to forgive you like, like she just made him forgive you but that's not how adulthood or real life works right. and so you can't force no one can force you um to forgive somebody mm. or i think on another note is what other people's intent should not determine if you forgive them or not Whew. so they so people should not have to <laughs> genuinely be sorry for you to forgive them and this is tough now now yo, I'm, preaching, I'm preaching to the choir this is yo i struggle i struggle like i can forgive somebody right if they like say they sorry or they acknowledge that what they did for is wrong like that's yeah. so such a thing and i've noticed it in my marriage marriage will oh, <laughs> shine a light on all parts of you yeah i've noticed yeah. it in my marriage i'm like but do you really get what you did <laughs> and Benjamin would be like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what are you sorry for? Right? <laughs> oh, so you harassing him. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll go all the way there. And I love what you say, but like intent doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what that, that person's intent was. Um, <laughs> yeah. You have to make the intentional and voluntary choice to forgive them regardless. Because forgiveness so, is about okay. isn't about them. It's about you. It's a you and God thing. It, it has nothing yeah. to do with the person uh, that that offended you or that hurt you. Um, and I think we have to say that forgiving people does not mean that you have to you know, stay in that situation or Come that you on. have to continue to be abused. So for Come people on. that are dealing with abuse, forgiveness is not an, an excuse for you to stay in that abuse. You know, and I want to I want us to make that clear that no yeah. one should have to deal with hurt. No one should have to deal with trauma. Like get yeah. out of that. And if you need help, please reach out to people. Um, or if you know somebody, please help them get out of that. And then we can kind of talk about um, how they can work through forgiving that person, regardless if they're sorry or not. It's, it's just easier to forgive people who are truly sorry um, than it is to forgive people who aren't. You know, one of the things I yeah. deal with is when people do racist things and then they just make that blanket. Oh, I didn't know X, Y, Z statement. And I, I struggle with that. I'm just being honest. I'm being vulnerable. Yeah. I, I struggle with that because I, I'd be like, yeah, you you basically apologizing to save your brand or you're apologizing yeah. to save face, but you're not going to change. But you know what? Yeah. What if God did us like that? Like well, you're way too we... Russian. You, you, you got to okay. wait for okay, that. Okay, my one. bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, okay. So forgiveness, okay. forgiveness is a choice. <laughs> also, is it safe to say forgiveness is a process? Yeah, so it's the intentional and voluntary process, which means it gotcha. doesn't happen overnight. It's an ongoing battle. Yeah. Okay. Um, you you said something um, like you struggle to forgive people um, when they make like blanket apologies. Yeah. I For me, what that looks like is when people say, I'm sorry if I offended you. I be thinking in my head, yeah. You offended me because you did something offensive. Are you sorry because you did something <laughs> offensive or because I said something? Yeah, the latter. <laughs> Which one are you sorry for? But that's Taylor. So, <laughs> anywho, the intentional and voluntary process. That's the first part. All right. The next line is by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude. Wow. 
that's some spiritual renewing right there. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to, to me, that that piece of the definition requires some intimate relationship with Jesus because you gotta you got Jesus gotta do some work on you. Yeah. You know, for you to change those feelings, and I'm talking to myself, everybody. So for you to change <laughs> those feelings, like that's not that's not easy. It's easy to say, but I don't know if you all have ever been so angry with the person that every time you walked in a room, they just shifted kind of like your mood. Uh, and really or you heard their name. Man, tell <laughs> me about it. Somebody said their name and, and you, you just ready mad. to fight. Like, you know, yeah. nothing you book come on in your head or something. <laughs> uh, but you really, at that point, are a slave to that feeling and a slave to yeah. that person. Um, yeah. So I guess what Pastor Todd is saying in this particular element is just saying you forgive somebody is not actually forgiving them it's an actual yeah. process to where there has to be some type of spiritual renewal spiritual rejuvenation like repentance right means yeah. to change uh what are your thoughts i think um i think when i think of the times where people have done things to me that like in the worldly sense would mm-hmm. be unforgivable. Like other people would have understood. Yeah. Where the why I didn't want to like why I didn't like that person and why I couldn't forgive them. Right. Um, I think that like the prayer that I pray is God make me more like you. Yeah. Help help me to see this person as you see them, Lord. Soften my heart toward them, God. Um, you know, um, show me, show me what you see in them. Show me. And when that happens, I realize that like my change in feelings and attitudes are reflected in the way that I pray. Because mm. then I become, I like, it takes someone who was hurt, like whatever it is in this person that caused them to do that, Lord, I ask that you cleanse them from that. Whoever hurt them, God, I ask that you begin to minister to their heart and wow. to their soul, Lord. Let them know that you see them and that you love them, and that they're value, God. Place them in community. Like the prayer stops being about like, oh God, well, they did this to me. Right. Or, oh God, they did that to me. It's like, I know I have faith that I serve a God um, that, you know, they're going to have to see God for the things they do. Right. <laughs> that is something I have very strong faith in. Um, but in the meantime, God, you know, I, I am going to pray this on them. And what I've noticed is when I begin to pray prayers like that, the way I see people changes. My yeah. heart posture toward them shifts. Right. Um, and, and sometimes it's hard. It's mm-hmm. really, really hard. That's all I can say. It's like sometimes it's hard and I don't always want to do it. But like what you were talking about in our last episode about like um, the Holy Spirit carrying you through some things like that's inviting the Holy Spirit in and allowing the Holy Spirit to carry you through because we don't serve a forceful God. He only comes in if you allow him and you invite him. Uh, Wow. There's so much to unpack in that. (laughs) Like. Wow. I, I, I'm, okay, I'm just going to leave it at that because I go on a whole tangent. All right, what's the next piece? Okay, the next line is, well, I have to read the last line to make the next line make sense. So, okay. by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense. Okay. Right? And I think we kind of covered that part. And overcomes negative emotions such as resentment and vengeance. Got you. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And that's tough. 
Because I just want to be like, you know, if you try me, I'm going to try you. But that's that's the that's the flesh part of me. But that's not try right. Try God. Don't yeah, try, try me. God. Like try the song. <laughs> try Jesus. Now, not the second piece. I mean, it's funny, but <laughs> try Jesus, not me. That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, but I think a lot. I think a lot of this deals with we want to be God a lot. You yeah. know, like we like to take God into our own hands and like God, I can do a better job at this. I can get them back. And God yeah. is like, see, you're focused wrong. You know, you focused on the wrong <laughs> thing. I'm trying. I'm out here trying to save souls, and you out here trying to get people back from hurting you. Yes. Uh, but again, but that's tough, man. I'm telling you, that is that's extremely Brad. tough. But it kind of that definition uh, really leads me to what Pastor Mike Moore was saying because he believes that faith. Forgiveness is t- directly tied to your faith in God. Yeah. Right? Being able to forgive. And he kind of, I think these are really complementary of each other. He laid out three three stages or three floors. He described forgiveness as floors in the building. And the first okay. floor was just like forgiving, like just acknowledging that whatever was done was wrong uh, and that, you know, you, you want to forgive that person. But you just say you forgive them, you know, like not technically moving to the next level the second floor is what you directly just spoke to of how you began to pray for those people and that you pray that those people be blessed they yeah. hurt you you know how yeah. hard that is to pray for people <laughs> that, that hurt you to be blessed like god come on like you know god has a really good sense of humor um and then the third floor is he talked about being an example in all times that you should yeah. be Ooh. a walking role model so that way when other people see people offending you yeah. that they look at you and be like wow she responded like christ like like yeah uh, like you are that living example and i think uh pastor mike todd's definition directly correlates with the outline process that Pastor Mike Moore and ironically they're on both sides of the country um, yeah. they were preaching these within uh, a week of each other uh, I think they really complement each other I think it's important yeah. that we understand maybe starting here that forgiveness is a process and yeah. I, I really appreciate how both of them talked about it's a daily fight it's something you daily gotta die to and it reminds me of Paul yeah. which we don't know what the thorn in his side was uh, but he was fighting that every day and there's a lot of assumption or theologians that talk about you know what they believe it was but just imagine i think like forgiveness is one of those things that you're going to have to fight every day because we're emotional and sometimes people just don't number one they don't know right but Mm -hmm. i think for me what really helps me because i'm a qualitative researcher and i believe i'm a phenomenologist like I, my research really examines the experiences of things. So I really like asking the question, why? Yeah. So that's what kind of really helps me a lot. Like, why did they do that? And you really alluded to it earlier when you in your prayer where you were saying, like, if somebody hurt them, God, help yeah. them, you know, help them work through that. Like, help them be forgiven. Because I often say, and I've said on this podcast before, hurt people hurt people. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. Well, yeah. what are your thoughts? I think um, well, there's a I have so many. Um, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start here. Okay. Um, I think that what's gonna challenge us here is not that everybody has an issue forgiving. My husband is way better at forgiving than I am. Right? 
Yeah. Um, it's a personality trait. I like to be in control. <laughs> <laughs> I, in my past life before Christ, really thought I should be the person to um, to give out consequences. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> when did, you did you something did. to me, you were going to pay. I wasn't going to bring it up, by the way. Yep. It's okay. That's who, you know, God does miracles on people. Because somebody might hear this and be like, girl, you know. And you know, that's I'm a living example of where God has bought me from. But you <laughs> are going work. to pay. You're going to pay if you do something to me. And so I think that has really to do with our personality types. Because yeah. I think that, like, we are both people who feel that way. Like, <laughs> feel that way to an extent. So I wanted to acknowledge that. But when God called me to himself and put me in leadership over the last year, what I've really noticed is that, like, the higher I go in leadership, the larger the offenses become, mm-hmm. right? And one thing that um, my husband and I believe that God has called us to do is create community. Yeah. And what's harder than anything else is living in community with people that have hurt you. And by wow. nature of being in community, by nature of being in community, if you're doing it right, you're going to get offended at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to do it, right? And it started off like I've been leading for at least three years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the offenses early on in my leadership started off smaller and smaller, you know? But as I've I've grown in my leadership and God has increased my territory, um, the offenses have gotten really big, like really, really large. (laughs) And he's called, the the same thing that he was calling me to do at first now is on like a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. And he's calling me to still minister to people. So they offended you. You walk through that part, right? I think I've, <laughs> you sitting there thinking you've mastered the walking through the forgiveness process, yeah. right? And I think the step for me that like was hard and is hard is now I want you to pastor that person. Mm. Now I want you to go to their face and speak life to them, right? Wow. Tell them, like encourage them in this moment where they should be apologizing to you, <laughs> right? They give you no apology, but I want you to encourage them. I want you to know, <laughs> I want you to, um, Show them what I have for them, right? Um, yeah. And so I, I want you to talk a bit about that because if we're building multiracial churches, we're going to offend each other. We're going to step on yeah. each other's toes, yeah. right? This yeah. is going to be a very bumpy process. But how do you, you know, after having done this forgiveness thing, how do you continue to engage and be in community with a person in the context of um, church? Yeah. Well, the first thing is you got to see people as human. And you got to acknowledge that we're all going to sin. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, I'm telling you from personal experience, that's easier said than done. Okay. And then number two, your heart just has to be in the right place. Because as you mentioned, I believe the higher you go, um, the the more spiritual mature you get, the 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 bigger the test gets. It's kind of like lifting weights. After so long, you've lifted weights and then you know, the weights become lighter. So you need to add more, right? You, you gotta, you gotta train. Uh, but yeah. I think it requires us to constantly be in connection with God, uh, yeah. because our flesh can easily get kind of like our flesh can easily take over, especially when you're having a bad day. So let's say if you wake <laughs> up late, just something as simple as that, that could throw your entire day off, but you know, it makes you just more vulnerable to to that to that uh, to that uh, defense or allowing that offense um, to get to you, but I think as long as you're seeking God and as long as your ultimate desire is to help people see Christ, 
then I think it makes it easier for you to be more forgiving. Because at the end of the day, I think a lot of this is us being self-centered and making life about us. And, I, and I'm not saying this to invalidate your feelings because your feelings are real. And yeah. the trauma is real. The hurt is real. The offense is real. But what's the ultimate goal? The ultimate yeah. goal is to get people free in Christ. So as yeah. long as we can keep that, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Please hear me. Hear my heart. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I'm saying as long as you can keep Christ at the center of what you do, then you're going to realize that it's not about you. And I'm going to tell you, one of the hardest things to forgive people or to work through is when people are you're ministering people and then they reject it appears that they yeah. reject you like they turn it back against the ministry like maybe they were volunteering and all of a sudden they just stop volunteering they stop showing up yeah uh and then it, that hurts but you have to realize is they're not necessarily rejecting you they're rejecting christ but it should hurt. It's like we should be to a point where it should hurt when people reject, reject Christ because you know what they're turning away from. You know what they're turning into, right? A life of uh, of sin and, and danger. Um, so it's kind of like a bittersweet moment to where it hurts. But I embrace that hurt because it lets me know that my heart is still right and my heart still desires for them to have a relationship with Christ because it's not about me. It's about Christ. And I think... That's the that's the biggest advice I can give to to leaders, to pastors, to to, you know, just just Christians, period. Just remember, like we're walking this walk to be living examples and, you know, to disciple people for Christ, to show them that there is freedom in in him and freedom uh, in God. So that's the ultimate thing. Yeah, I love that. I love that you identified. I think one thing that someone can take from what you were saying is that. You have to identify your purpose and why you're serving yeah. God so that in moments like those, you can remind yourself of it. And I yeah. would um, urge you to share it with your friends around you so that they can remind you of it <laughs> yeah. when when That's you real. don't want to hear it, because they're going to call out the God in you when they do that. And so you want to let them know what that is for you. And sometimes it's your exact language when I'm talking to my friends and they're like, going in and it's like it's this moment <laughs> where yeah. they don't they don't want to obey the God in them I remind them like you told me God called you to do this yep. <laughs> right and so and so now you're doing it you're walking in it now right so how do you model that best so I, I think that was a great part and then I loved um that you pointed this out that if you make people your God, they're going to fail you every time. Every time. Right? Every 100%. single time. So pastors and leaders are only human. They're not your God. Right. And sometimes they have to fail so that you can remember that. So take those people off the pedestal, <laughs> whatever pedestal you have them on in your life, take them off of it because they're just humans. We cannot yeah, make our leaders. That's our something God. I struggle with. So when I first became a part of the church's leadership team that I was a member of, uh, and just seeing like you know the shortcomings of other you know leaders around a table, I just struggled with that because I had this false idea that they were all perfect. Yeah. And God was he was he convicted me and said, "I brought you to this table because I want you to see that nobody's perfect." But it was the pursuit of God. Uh, yeah. And and how you know people work through that. So I would just challenge people to you know keep the pursuit first. Keep the pursuit of God first. Um, and it's hard. It's it's hard because 
when you're when you're dealing with unforgiveness, which leads to bitterness, right? Or or you know, it's, bitterness which leads to unforgiveness. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> it's really like people that are close to you, because you don't really. It, I'm not saying like you can be offended by people you don't care about. It's when people that are close to you do something that's offensive. That's what kind of somebody kinda, you trust it. Yeah, like you trust yeah. this person, mm-hmm. you confided in this person, their family, they're your spouse, and they did something, and that's 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 a true testament of are you willing to forgive? Um, and yeah. another thing I think Pastor Mike Moore out of Birmingham talked about was like this idea of you never have to forget, like don't forget yeah. it, right? Uh, because a lot of times he said he used, and I'm paraphrasing, like this idea of forgetting is is really trying to. I ain't going to say like water it down, but it it really is dangerous because it makes it as if it didn't matter. Yes, it mattered, but you were able to overcome it and it can become a testimony. Uh, So we I mean, it's just a process and it's just hard. And it's something that people struggle with all the time. And my wife constantly reminds me. I mean, every time somebody does something that is racist, I'm I'm upset. I'm just being honest. It upsets me. But she reminds me like you were called for this work. Yeah. You know, this this is why you're doing this work um, is to help people reconcile those things. Uh, and and it's hard. I'm going to be honest. It's hard for giving people who are racist or who commit racist acts or who participate in systems that perpetuate racism. It's really yeah. it's difficult. It's, it's frustrating. It's hard. But forgiveness is not mine to give. It's God's. You know, and and he clearly he made it clear that forgiveness was uh, was a mandate. It wasn't if you want to forgive or not. You have the choice to do it, but it is a mandate uh, from God. So, yeah, it's a mandate as a Christian. I mean, Pastor Mm -hmm. Mike Todd did a great job of explaining that. Um, So I don't know. Maybe our call today, because we end every podcast episode with the call. Maybe our call could be. A self-identifying call. So maybe you do maybe a blog or, or just jot down things that have truly bothered you or things that you've been wrestling with that you know you haven't forgiven that person. Yeah, I love that. And I would take that a step further. And after you write that down, share it with a friend. OK. Right? Um, so that they can hold you accountable as you begin to walk on this road and definitely check out if this is something that you're struggling with, check out the um, sermon series that we're talking about. Both of them are on YouTube. Um, you have access to it. You, once you've identified those things, don't don't let don't just sit there. Right. Yeah. You have the tools. Go ahead and, and go forward um, and tune in online and get that word It's there for you. And Travis said that both of them were happening within two weeks of each other. And I believe that that's because God is saying something to the capital C church. And there is something that he wants us to get when there are sermon series that are that aligned so close together. It's because God is about to make a move and he needs you to be in alignment. So that's real. Go ahead and get in alignment. Yeah. So write that down, share it with a friend, make sure you share it with God. Um, And let's start working through this unforgiveness. Like, let's not be Pharaoh with the hardened heart. Like, let's not suffer with uh, with bitterness. Let's not continue to allow anger to control our, our lives. Let's be free um, and let's be free in Christ. So thank you all so much for tuning in.
Yeah, so thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to engaging with you all and we'll see you next week. Bye.